Hang on. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Please hold the applause. Um, <laughs> um, hey, guys. Well, I feel I can't decide if I'm hot or cold. So we're going to go with cold for a little bit. Um, anyway, and I'm going to really try to keep it at 10 minutes. I always kind of joke uh, for people to never give me a microphone because they might not ever get it back, which has kind of been like the theme of my life. My mom can tell you that. Um, I just have a lot of words. And so um, hopefully you're not like this girl, who does she think she is? Why is she even here today speaking? Um, Because really, like Lindsay said, I'm not a single mom. And so can't really give you guys like a lot of parenting tips, Um, hopefully for a really long time. Uh, But, (laughs) okay. Um... (laughs) Okay. But uh, like Lindsay said, I did grow up with a single mom. And so I feel like I have kind of a unique perspective to offer for you guys. And um, that's just a huge part of why I have such a heart for this ministry here at Watermark is because I did grow up seeing um, my mom uh, raise my brother and me on her own. Um, And so just so grateful that uh, this is even here for you guys. And so that's why it's super special to me. Um, So today I get to tell you a little bit of my story and uh, some ways that that's shaped me. Um, And hopefully just uh, encourage you guys as you are focusing on your own relationships with the Lord. So I'll start uh, just by telling you guys a little bit about me. So I grew up in a small town in East Texas. Uh, So Dallas was a really big adjustment for me. Um, And from the time I was born until I graduated from high school, I went to the same church three times a week. Um, and I loved it. And so grew up in a, a family that just made that a priority, um, accepted uh, Jesus whenever I was 11, kind of understood what that meant for my life, that that was a, a lifetime commitment. Um, and so then when I was in third grade, about third grade, uh, my parents got divorced. And um, I would say I was kind of sheltered because I was pretty little kid. Uh, and so um, have kind of, you know, even blocked out certain parts of that season um, because I was just really young. And so uh, once my parents divorced, we had a pretty typical custody situation. So I lived with my mom and every other weekend I hung out at my dad's house and um, I feel super, super crazy blessed because even after um, all that went down, both of my parents made it a priority for, for us to go to church. And so um, even, you know, when I was at my dad's house, that was where we were on Sunday mornings. And so that's a little bit of background on me. And I hope what you don't hear is, hey, we went to church, so everything was okay. Or um, it didn't really, we all were kind of unaffected by this big thing because we still went to church because I think um, we would all tell you that's not the case. Lots of hurt and uh, resentments and awkward situations, uh, just as much for our family as anybody else's. And I don't think anybody who is in a single parent situation, whether that's parents or kiddos, would say um, that you can you can be in that situation and, and not be affected by it because um, it's just a really heavy thing sometimes. So now that you know a little bit more about me, besides I just kind of send you guys emails every now and then, um, I can tell you a little bit about my mom who is here this morning, which was totally coincidental. Um, so my mom taught school for 32 years. So uh, that's, that's just how I know my mom is as a teacher. Um, sorry, something in my eye. 
but on top of teaching, my mom was just a really great mom. So my brother and I were always involved in extracurricular activities. Uh, my mom placed just a, a crazy high value on our education. Um, and like I kind of mentioned, we were just always really plugged in in our church. And so my mom um, did a great job, but obviously nobody's perfect. And I think she would kind of be the first one to say, um, I, I made a lot of mistakes and I life didn't turn out the way that I planned. Um, but, and we've definitely had our rough patches too, but I would say that without a doubt, my mom is one of the people that I'm closest with. So hopefully that kind of gives you a little picture of where I'm coming from. Um, I'm going to try to talk really fast. Cause like I said, I have a lot that I want to say. Um, but when Lindsay and I kind of started brainstorming about this event, I offered to speak, um, just because I feel like abiding with Christ is something that my mom modeled for me really well. And that's had a huge impact on my walk with the Lord. And so again, not perfectly, but I'm going to kind of share with you guys three ways that I feel like my mom modeled abiding with Christ that have had a big impact on, um, just my life as a follower of Christ. And so kind of said, shared like by the grace of God, I have, um, never kind of had a season of just, I'm going to turn away from the Lord and kind of do my own thing, um, have always walked fairly faithfully, um, with the Lord. And so, like I said, that's totally by God's grace. But anyway, so I'll start with the fact that I kind of already mentioned, we just attended church regularly. So if you're kind of, Hey, I think in point, in terms of point one, two or three, like point one would kind of be that the church just felt like a second home to us. We were there all the time. Um, and I, again, I don't say that everything was great because of that, but this is where my family was just taught truth. And so this is where I learned that um, uh, life is so much bigger than what we're going through in any one season. Uh, learned the truth that God create, has created us for so much more than our circumstances, that God is a lot bigger than our circumstances or whatever's going on in our lives. Um, and just the truth that his love is not dependent on our mistakes or our shortcomings, that God's love is so much bigger and more perfect than that. Um, so kind of how this has affected me and impacted me as a kiddo is, um, I always had really positive experiences going to church. I loved going to church. Um, I wanted to go even more. Um, and so was always as involved as I could be. So then whenever I left home and went to college, it was just kind of a given that I was still going to go to church on Sunday mornings because it, it was just what, what I did um, and what I liked to do. And so had always kind of surrounded myself with friends who that's what we did on Sunday mornings. And so even whenever the ball was kind of in my court as far as, hey, are you going to wake up on a Sunday morning and do this? Or are you going to choose to sleep in? That was just a really easy choice for me to continue to make. Not that I made that choice every Sunday, but for the most part. Um, and so Proverbs thirteen fourteen says, the teaching of the wise is a fountain of life, turning a person from the snares of death. Um, and so I think just a big part of going to church is just being taught truth outside of um, just hearing that from your parents, hearing that from, you know, preachers and teachers and just being pointed back to God's word um, has had a huge impact on the way I view God, um, where I find my identity, um, and, and really just a lot of my decision making. Um, I stayed out of a lot of trouble. I got, I was protected from a lot of trouble um, because I knew truth from God's word. So another thing that my mom modeled really well was just being plugged into community. Um, 
And so I didn't really know that term until I was in college. And, you know, obviously we talk about that a lot here at Watermark. Um, so I don't think uh, it's hard to get away with not having heard that term at Watermark Community Church. Um, but I would say, like, once I kind of learned what that was, I was able to look back and see, oh, that was has really been a part of my life even before I even really been, knew the name for it. And so the biggest example that comes to mind as far as how my mom has modeled this is that when I was in eighth grade, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. And so on top of being a single mom, now she's battling a really serious disease. Um, And I just remember, I mean, God used that season in so many ways just to draw me closer to him. But I think one of the biggest was just seeing the way that our church family stepped in to take care of me and my mom. Um, And so I don't really ever remember, you know, wondering how am I, what am I going to do for dinner because my mom can't cook or how am I going to get to uh, basketball practice when my mom can't drive around? Um, What I do remember is just the women in our church uh, calling, asking what we needed, bringing food by, um, taking care of us. Um, But one of the biggest memories that sticks out from that season is there was a morning that my mom was going to leave um, to come to Baylor for one of her first surgeries. And a group of women showed up that morning and they brought flowers and notes and um, mixed CDs with worship songs. And we just sat in our living room and just cried and prayed um, for my mom to be healed, but also just, you know, declaring that we trusted the Lord, even when we didn't understand it and singing praise to him. Um, and so in that moment, I saw Colossians 6, 2 modeled, which said, which says, it still says, carry each other's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. And so I got to see, um, these women and people in our lives who I've, I've literally known since I was born, um, take care of not only our physical needs, which can sometimes be really obvious, um, but also just the way that they stepped in and took care of our emotional and our spiritual needs too, which sometimes I think even now I'm like, I don't even know what those are for me, but maybe my community does. And so that's just how I saw them love and serve us in that season. Um, and, um, those are women who are still taking care of my mom to this day. And so that's just been really sweet. And so as far as like the impact of that, now that I'm a grown up, I would say that, um, it's a really easy choice for me to want to be plugged into community. Um, I don't really like to stay on the surface level with, with relationships or friendships. I prefer to go deeper. Um, I'd kind of say I'm an open book. Um, and so kind of a verse to go along with that is Proverbs fifteen twenty two, which says plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. And so I don't, I truly don't believe that God has intended us for walk, for us to walk through life on our own. Um, and so just as we're surrounding, as I'm surrounding myself with women who are, uh, faithfully seeking the Lord, um, that spurs me on to seek the Lord more. So that'd be kind of point two. And then a third way that I watched my mom abide and kind of what I think we're really focusing on the most this morning is just the way that she invested in her relationship with the Lord on a regular basis. And so I um, have kind of a hard time waking up in the morning. Um, was really late. Well, I'm still late everywhere I go. Um, but, uh, my mom has always been a morning person. And so I just remember through middle school and high school waking up and my mom would have been already awake for hours with her coffee and her red armchair and her Bible open. And so just, uh, seeing that picture models of like, Hey, 
kind of a great way to start the day is in the Word of God, journaling, spending time in prayer. Um, and bless her heart, my mom tried to get my brother and I to jump in on some of that with her, and we just were not having it because we were teenagers. So, um, so I hope that's a little encouraging if you're like, Emily, we're trying to do this with our kids. We're trying to do Bible studies and things like that, and they just don't want to have any part of it. Um, I hope that's a little encouraging that I didn't either, but I still noticed that my mom was trying. Um, so uh, I would say that my mom's example of abiding with Christ on a daily basis really showed me that having a relationship with the Lord, being a follower of Christ, is about so much more than being in a building on a Sunday morning. And so... Um, it's, it's about a relationship and that like, kind of like Anne said, like the God of the universe, the one who made all the stars wants to know us, wants to spend time with us. And so just like in any relationship, you have to make investments. And so I'm a lot closer to my roommate who I talk to every single day than I am, you know, a third cousin who it's like, I didn't, wasn't even really sure you existed. Um, cause I don't talk to you every day. Um, and so the same is true for our relationship with the Lord. You know, whenever we're making those regular investments, that relationship is going to look a lot different than when we're not. And so um, Mark one thirty five says, Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Like, Jesus got up and spent time with God. So seeing my mom follow Christ's example, um, again, just reminded me that, hey, knowing the Lord is about a relationship, and it's not something that it's just we're going to check off the box and be there on Sunday mornings. So... Um, I, I would say as a result, I just know, um, that God is the, the one constant. And so I've been disappointed by a lot of people in my life. I have no doubt that you have too, because people are human and they just mess up. And so just in the midst of, you know, life not going the way we want it to, people disappointing us, our own shortcomings, just seeing the example of, Hey, the one thing that's not ever going to change is God. He never changes. And so regardless of what's going in our life, that's the one constant that we can always come back to. And so I want to read just before I close it, close out a little bit, um, Psalm, a snippet from Psalm 27, which I would totally encourage you guys to look through. Um, it's a great, great chapter. But it says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? And then later in verse five, it says, for in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his tabernacle and set me high upon a rock. So even um, when, you know, nothing's going our way, God is still there and still desires to know us. Um, So to wrap it all up, I would say that kind of the big picture is that My mom had a really huge impact on the way that I um, view the Lord and my own relationship with the Lord. And so um, it just makes me think of Hebrews 13, 7 that says, Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. And I think that's the call to any of us as believers, but I think that you guys have a huge responsibility as moms just to, to live out a kind of faith that your kids can want to imitate. And so just want to encourage you that whether you realize it or not, you have so many opportunities to shepherd your kids towards Christ just in the way that you live your life. So it doesn't have to be this huge conversation that we're having that's just going to like, you know, bring the house down as far as we're talking about God and it's so great. Um, when your kids see your faithfulness, they're going to notice because, I mean, kids pick up on everything. And so um, it, it it doesn't have to be like this big deal. Just 
if your kids see you love the Lord, that, that's going to help them to know who he is. And so I'll close with 1 Corinthians 3, 6, which 1 Corinthians 3 is also really great. Um, but Paul says, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. And so just think about your relationships with your kids. Um, you can plant all the seeds you want, but um, just and then just trust that God's going to make those grow. And so hopefully that's encouraging. Um, <laughs> if it's not, I'm sorry. But <laughs> but um, I would love, just before we close, uh, just to pray. Is that okay, Lindsay? Um, so just to pray, because I know we're going to break off now, and I probably talked a lot longer than I was supposed to, but I could have talked even longer. But okay, so let's pray. Um, Father, I just thank you so much for each of the women in this room and just the ways that um, you've gifted them and just the moms that they are. And so, God, I pray for their kiddos, that they would come to know you if they don't already, and just that they um, would follow their mom's examples of just seeking hard after you. And so I pray um, just for each of these women moving forward after today that they would desire to know you more um, and that they would desire to know your word and just um, just to bathe in the truth that you love them um, and that that's never going to change and that's never going to go away. So God, I thank you for Jesus and just that he makes that possible for us to be in relationship with you. Um, And I just ask these things in his name. Amen.